Hey, it's Anya. It's your girl, Nadia. What's up, guys? It's Trent. And I'm Ramesh, and we are The Community. We're covering the latest in pop culture, politics, and everything in between. Let's get started. Good day, and welcome to another week of The Community. We are officially two days away from July 1st, which means that our borders are about to be open. And guess what? In all of this heat, you can now go to the beach with five, four people, four other four people. Minutes. And you can wear your mask on the beach. Yeah, so. Yeah. That's so. the Lord. Oh, how does everybody feel? You know, beaches are open. Do you feel like there will be a lot of beach parties? Do you feel like a lot of persons will not be wearing their mask on the beach and risk getting fined, that $200 fine for not wearing your mask? I'm nervous. I think, I think the beach is a little bit of a complicated one with wearing your mask. I do get the concept of wearing it when you get there and then you take it off. But then if you take it off when you get there and you're in your group, what if I forget something at my car? I'm probably going to forget to put it back on. Not to mention, what if I want to take a stroll on the beach? How do I identify that I was always there and came with my mask on first? Or if I'm a newcomer and, you know, I just am not adhering to the mask rules. I think that the mask rule for the beach is a little bit tricky. I don't, I you, really, you really thought into this because I didn't think that far. <laughs> I really didn't. I, I, I don't think it was a good decision. Um, what to make persons wear masks? No, to open up the beaches. Uh, yeah. I mean, not opening the beaches is not going to affect our economy. Like we need to make make decisions that are not harmful. So I think this we're, oh, I'm sorry. we're not going to lose money or anything of that nature by not going to the beach. We still don't have a vaccine as yet. I think the strategy behind it is because we're opening our borders and tourists are going to come, our beaches have to be open for our tourists to be able to enjoy. So it's like me going to Colorado to go skiing, but all of the mountains and ski lifts are closed. Right. So a lot of persons are coming to enjoy our beaches. Right. So... I, I want to say just open the beaches at the hotels, but Bahamians will take that as discrimination, so. Yeah. Well, um, I'm super nervous about it, though, because I just feel like there's going to be a group of people that's just not going to listen. I really feel like this, they're not going to, to adhere to the, to the rules and ruin it for everybody. Now, I'm not a big beach person, so it doesn't really matter to me, but... I don't like the idea of knowing that I still can go, even though, even though I I, I wouldn't go on a, on, a, on a normal day. But yeah, we'll see how it it's goes. Just your option is gone, kind of thing. Right. It's, a, it's amazing how I, I haven't been to the beach in two years, and I want to go to the beach. But anyway, mm-hmm. you taken away from you. That's the problem. Like, Not only that, it is beyond 100 degrees out. Okay, when I say it is hot, it is hot. So I understand the desire. Now, the Prime Minister has already stated he's going to be monitoring everybody. So if people decide to go and have their beach parties and disobey the law, then our independence, beach picnics, and everything that people like to have definitely will not happen. 
because he will close the beaches back up. Even even if the beaches remain open until independence, you still can't really have that big picnic if it's only supposed to be five of you together. Right, but trust me, persons. But I guess the idea that you can go on the beach on the holiday is better than knowing that you can't. And then, so my my question: How how do we know that everybody that's six feet apart are together? So who's to say that my family of 32 isn't going out there and just setting up a bunch of uh, blankets six feet apart from each other, right? Yeah. Listen, (laughs) that's actually kind of funny, but if 32 of y'all want to go and y'all split up in groups of five, sure. And then as long as y'all in your group of five and y'all wearing your mask. Now, when I go in the water, how does that work? It's exactly. like a Marco Polo type of thing. It's like, Marco, you can know. Like, the Bahamas, salt water, cures everything. So it's not a blister. But it's the same thing as uh-huh. a curfew. Corona clearly has a curfew and ends at 9 p.m. for whatever reason. It's ten Extended an hour. That's how they, um... <laughs> that's how they made it when they, um... Designed Engineering. it. Or when they made it inside the lab, I assume. They were like expiration between the hours of now. Sorry, ten now, ten and five eight. When it's time to scheme. Well, you go. all, you all aren't the only ones who seem to have a plan for how to cure the coronavirus because President Donnie Trump also has a plan to eradicate the rising number of coronavirus cases in the United States. Do you want to know what that is? Do you want to know how he's going to reduce the number of cases? Sure. Reduce the number of testing. Donald Trump said, the reason our numbers are rising is because we continue to test. So to reduce the numbers, stop testing. I was like, way to go, Donald. That's how you do it. That's great. That's how you do it. Great. Yep. So there you have it, folks. focus on the race war that is happening in his country. Nope. Donnie has gone back to attacking China for this virus, he says. Once again, you know, there are so many ways that you can describe this virus, and he once again called it the Kung Flu. I mean, I don't think he's learned from his past mistakes, or he just does not care. He doesn't make mistakes. But (laughs) I really think that if, God forbid, he actually wins the election again in November, I actually think that they would burn down the White House. Like, actually, because I feel like I don't think so. A lot of of people that support that man, it's just a lot of them aren't speaking out as much. It would not surprise me if he was to win again. Agreed. I also feel like there are a lot of black persons that support him and just don't want to be canceled by the community, so they don't Correct, so they're not speaking out. When you go in that's you by yourself. If if he wins, um, like Nadia alluded to, if he wins, there will be a a riot. Uh, there yeah, will be, there'll be. I think that there will be a lot it, of. It is going to happen. It's but Trent, definitely going to, going to happen. Trent, you also have to realize now the only way that someone can win is if the voters vote for you. So if there are going to be persons writing to say no to Donald Trump, there are going to be persons writing to say that's our boy. And that's what's that's going, going to, to be make the main issue. That's because at be the, the end of the day, if he wins, it's 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 not going to be by a gap of, of any sort. It's 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 pretty 
I think, unfortunately, we are back to similarly the same um, case that we were in four years ago, where it was Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Yeah, it was like, uh, evil is better. Right, you know, it was like, are are we ready for a woman or do we want Donald? I bet they would stand Hillary now. (laughs) Now it's... Boy, Joe is be saying some weird things. I'm too sure. Yeah. It ain't that to know. It ain't that to know. Well, Biden is be on a different one. You know what it really is? <laughs> it's, am I really going to vote against my white privilege? That's what it's going to be. Now, I think, especially because That's of this what it's going issue, to be. now. It yes. Be because at the end of the day, people are afraid of change. And, and they're used to being treated a certain way and they're used to having certain privileges. And that being subject to change is something that they may not vote against. And they may be showing that they're against it now, but when they get behind that poll, their true colors are going to come out. Very true. Well, speaking of persons voting and, and supporting, Donald Trump held a rally two weeks ago. And huh? at this rally, he asked them, well, let's give the backstory. So you had to RSVP for the rally. Now, the rally had a capacity of about 21,000. That's the max that the arena could hold, considering all of the social distancing um, stipulations. Donald Trump got 2 million persons to RSVP. He was ecstatic, okay? He had built an overflow area just for these supporters because he anticipated two million persons coming to this twenty-one thousand capacity arena. He also was prepared to say, I told you so. Yeah. Right. He was, he was coming to show people, y'all think I don't have it, but I got it. <clears throat> so he showed up, went on stage, and there were sixty-two hundred persons in there. Okay. So what happened was the K-pop army. Bigger than the um, DNA? <laughs> Karate. Ah! I hated it. I hated it. The K-pop army, which is Korean pop, as well as a lot of TikTokers, signed this RSVP to say that they will be attending, knowing good and well that they wouldn't. So Donald Trump went on stage and was very embarrassed. During the rally, you could hear the contractors breaking down the extra um, setup area that they had built. All you could hear is the clink and the clank because they were breaking down the <laughs> because no one was there. The Democrats decided to be so petty that Nancy Pelosi, the mm-hmm. uh, chief of house, decided yeah. to post and say 6,200 people that could have been a Zoom call. Now, Nancy, Fox. you know you're wrong for that. You really ain't, though, because it could have been. <laughs> the level of petty that the United States government is at this moment is out of control. Once the rally was over, you could see a photo of Donald Trump leaving Air Force One, his hat in his hand and shaking his head. You could see that he was distraught by the lack of support that he got. So considering that, considering the amount of persons that are essentially protesting against, because some persons considered it trolling, but it's actually a protest 
against yeah. him. Do you it feel, was literally like a sit-out. Right. Do you really feel that his chance for re-election is good at this current state? To be fair with you, I think that even though we have persons who are very well invested in him needing to win in terms of finances, I think that they also are looking at it like a, again, like a lesser evil. Because even if he made me money in the last four years, he ain't really gonna make me no money this this time because even certain racist companies are not gonna, they're not gonna be outwardly racist to affect their sales. So if that means that I have to... uh, he gotta get out of office because he's still giving us a bad name, then he gonna have to go. That's how I see it. I don't think that I I don't know, just from the last election, you can't you can't use that as a as a reason to say, oh, he's not gonna get voted in. Just because he didn't have that a large amount of people to um his rallies. At the end of the day, people are still some people are still considering the coronavirus as, as a reason to why, you know, I did not show up. We also don't know what most of the people that would have signed up about RSVP were fake, possibly, just for it to look good. But at the end of the day, I don't think that you, you should use that as the reason to say, well, he probably won't be voted in. I, I would I not think, I don't think um, the attendance really mean anything because at the end they, they um, there were persons that wanted to attend that couldn't because of the fully booked um, yeah. yeah but when you have a president <laughs> this is check this out when you have a president that gets on live television and makes fun of a disabled human being and you still vote him in nothing is going to surprise me it's like, um, like i said before it's pretty even though if he wins i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> they voted in a president that came on live TV and made fun of a disabled person. They voted him as president. I don't care what your policy is. I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat. I don't care what your policies are. You being that kind of sickening human being, for them to vote that human being in as their president speaks volumes. But Trent, initially, he, he, what, he ran for president just to show... How like naive Americans were anyway. I don't think he was ever really serious yeah. about it from the start. Yeah. He just wanted to show well I can be voted in. I think so. so. I think so. He, I, I, he wanted to be in charge, of course. He has that he has that dominant personality, but at the end of the day, he doesn't he doesn't know anything about politics and law and you know all the, oh. the He the wasn't like our, he didn't sign off as a council. A councilman, and then a senator, and then a governor, and then a mayor, and then a president. He was a businessman, an entrepreneur. And that's what set him apart. He had money. That's what set him apart. Persons wanted to see how he can essentially raise the United States economy. They wanted someone who was going to help their dollar value increase versus continue to fall. He is the perfect example of a conservative who got frustrated with today's society becoming more modern. And he wanted to make America great again by taking away that liberation that America is leaning towards. That's why he wanted to become president. I just, I, I think also the reason persons vote for Trump is because of that businessman aspect. You know, they want someone who 
Yeah, you may not know about politics and policies and law, but when it comes to making deals that will benefit the country, you're good at that. You can make these deals that um, can make the country millions and billions and trillions of dollars. So that's how I think a lot of persons voted last time. And I think that's dumb because there's far more to it than just making a good business deal. Yeah, that's very. International, you know, people and things of that sort. He doesn't know how to, to communicate with people correctly. Exactly. He isn't respectful. So, yeah. the yeah, he might be able to, to close a good business deal, but at the end of the day, that's far more to it um, being a president or being a leader in general than just making good business deals. And this is the part where yeah, he's, failing, very... he's failing tremendously. It's a very minuscule way to think about it. I agree with Anya. Okay. Well, we're still on the topic of race. We're trying to make sure that it's not a topic that fades away into the background. So Hollywood's way of continuing their efforts is by a lot of white actors portraying black animated characters have began resigning or quitting their roles and making sure that black persons fill black roles. Um, some of yeah. those are seen on Netflix's Big Mouth, as well as Family Guy. I, for sure, never knew that Cleveland was a white man. I never knew that he was first me, white you white No, I didn't. That You know? As well as The Simpsons the has... Simpsons. Yeah, they've made an effort to make sure that all of their ethnic characters are played by the correct ethnicity versus... But the question isn't that they're doing it now. The question is, why didn't they do it before? I agree. That's not the only thing for me. The other thing is, a lot of persons are... They're taking away from what the actual message of the movement, per se, their focus was this last go-round. So let's take Texas. Texas has decided that they're going to rename the master bedroom because it, it emphasizes slavery. That's not what we're asking what? you all to do. Yeah, they're not going to call it the master bedroom anymore. I still call it the master bedroom because the master of the house, whichever house that is, resides in there. Yeah, but they say it's... It, but what it, are we going to call it? The big room. The big room. No, but the the big room is also called the great room, which is like your living room. Right. So their main issue is it's not that the master bedroom needs to change. It needs to be changed that you show black persons or persons of color all of the real estate uh, listings available and not just showing persons uh, things in urban areas or up and coming areas, as they like to say. Show them things that they would actually enjoy as well as the main focus is supposed to be on getting the police officers that have done these murders to actually be convicted of their crimes. And in a lot of cases, I feel that the media has been washing away by doing these grandiose movements to take the focus off of the fact that these police officers still have not been arrested or convicted. But also you have to blame the black persons who are, or well, the persons who are protesting as well, because some of them are like, okay, cool. Now Aunt Jemima is not on this box anymore. We did it. No. I don't get that because I want her on the box. 
I'm like, a black person on my What are they going to call it now? Exactly, because it ain't even about the picture of her. It's her name. Her name is at Jemima. I disagree with all of you. And going back to to the characters, like, how am I going to watch Family Guy now and realize that Cleveland voice has changed? Like, Cleveland ain't going to be Cleveland no more. Like, I'm not going to lie. You can't mimic every... I don't know if they'll find somebody that can mimic that voice again. I mean... Uh, and, sorry, Tim, before you go on, because you said you disagree. I'm not saying that these actions of change aren't good. I just want. I just don't want the actions of change to divert our attention, right, mm-hmm. from the main goal. So go on. Yeah, um, I think these little small changes are good, but I don't think they're fooling anybody. I don't. Um, I, um, I don't think um, rational-minded persons who are part of the Black Lives Matter movement are going to be easily distracted from the main goal, which isn't just um, to have those police officers indicted and convicted, but equality in general is what they fight for. So, um, keep them- so, so yes, I do think those little changes are a good thing, but I don't think it's going to really distract them. I just think those companies are going to use those things to build their image within this racial pandemic. Okay. So, so they're trying to make their, their finances. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's not only about the persons of color that are um, boycotting and, and protesting. For me, the focus on what I'm saying is more on the allies. Because if I, as a white person, see that, oh, boy, they're giving black people executive jobs, you know, they're giving them roles in Hollywood. We've done a really good job. I don't really need to go out there and protest no more. They're doing it. Their change is happening. That I don't feel like it's going to be the actual protesters themselves, but more so the allies or the people that have aligned themselves with it who are going to start to get distracted and feel like, oh, change is happening. Why are y'all still upset? Type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, speaking of. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Um, speaking of white person stepping down on these black rules, I am so sorry. I know we talked about this before, but if you're going to give us a black princess, give us an original new black princess. I don't want to see the black girl playing Ariel. I honestly don't. I don't give us um don't give us your leftovers. Create new original organic black princesses. Don't be like oh well, I didn't like Tiana. Uh I didn't like Tiana. I also I like see so they tried with Moana and they gave some tribal feels, but I I don't like Tiana. I'm just I'm you okay, okay? You don't like Tiana or you don't like the movie? I don't like both. Okay. Because the concept of the princess and the frog to me, I like the storyline. I just felt as though that the spin that they did on it I didn't like, as well as I didn't like the fact that they decided to go like with New Orleans Creole spin with voodoo. Really? That's what I didn't like either. Like okay, so let me just clarify this. I love Tiana, but I don't like the story, like um, like you mentioned, the voodoo aspect of things and the fact that the black girl's husband had to be a frog. But other than that, I, I do think Tiana is one of the most relatable princesses, personality-wise. 
I don't. I, I never watched the movie. So I get, I get your stance on not just trying to change the character to make her black just to appease. However, I don't feel like that's what they did. They honestly selected the best person that they felt for the role. And it just so happened that she was a black girl. That's yeah. actually what I want to see for movies. I want persons to be cast in movies where it's like, oh, wow, she's the star of the movie, but she happens to be black. Not, oh, it's a black movie, so that's why yeah. she's black. Well, I, I want us to be written into more... I, I, want, I want writers to not write roles based on a color. Right. I want it just to be a they neutral role and then just cast the person who best acts it. We also have to remember, too, that there are some Black actors and actresses that portray um, white characters in, over, in voiceovers. Like Susie Carmichael. She has played um, Susie. I cannot remember her name. But she was on a different world. I, I know you mean. I love her. She was on a different. She was on a different world, and she has played so many characters. She played Susie Carmichael. Z. She played the Chinese girl in Girls Next Door on Cartoon Network. She played Miranda on As Told by Ginger. She played Miranda on As By Told by Ginger. She played the girl, the leading role in. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the Lost City of Atlantis, the Empire, the cartoon. Mm -hmm. She played her. Like so, she plays a bunch of different. Characters. So she she also plays Caucasian characters, Asian characters, black characters. So it's the same thing. I mean, mm -hmm. I, agree. What I think makes it different. I I think she's a voice actress, but it's different when you're hiring actresses like to um to play a different ethnicity. Yeah, but then even so, in some instances, some black characters can't literally get out of their own black characters. Some writing does not call for it. Now, the ones that do, and you could technically, you could clearly see, like, you could clearly see somebody of any nationality could play a role, then that's different. But some writers, like Remy said, the writers have to be the ones who are writing the story that's applicable so that it's a, it's a diverse, it's a, like a diverse cast. Like, it doesn't have to be all black. It doesn't have to be all white. Like, it could be anybody. Like, remember the movie Widows? Like, that first scene with um, um, Liam Neeson and what is Annalise Keating's real name? I cannot remember. When they were like making out, to be honest with you, I thought that the casting in that was really good because I never anticipated Liam Neeson's wife being black and not even black. Like she was like natural hair. She was in there, but that the way that the writers wrote that, that could have been, that cast could have been anybody. Uh, um, so in me, that's like a good example. Let me be, I'm just being devil's advocate and shady for my, my favorite company in the world. So, Ariel lives underwater. So that means she doesn't get a lot of sun exposure. So it could be that she's a light-skinned um, black girl who has been deprived of sun for so long, and now she's gotten a turn. If I could push her in the headlock, I would. <laughs> I agree with your turn, because I was like, what? <laughs> you were sitting there the whole time. Thinking about that scenario, I really hope not. I like, I seriously would put him in a. Oh, Wendy. That was a deep <laughs> What? I think Ariel, but I think Disney <laughs> tried to do different. I think Disney tried to create different princesses from different places. Like in Brave, she isn't supposed to be white, she's supposed to be Irish. I think that they were more so going with different countries. 
like Elsa and Anna are supposed to be like in Sweden or something or like Hungary or something like that. So I think they went with different elements. Pocahontas is obviously Native American. Um, <laughs> they neglected to do a the Americans coming in and pilfering their land, they decided to just go with the British today. Fine. Um, Cinderella. I think Cinderella, Snow White, I think all of them was like in this mythical land. No, all, all, all of them are from Europe. So on Twitter, Twitter has the breakdown of where each princess is from. Okay. Um, who is from the US, who is from Europe, who is from Sweden, all these different things. But... We also have to realize that it is a fictional character. So, like I said, it's all about who can bring this fictional character to life the best. It shouldn't be that when I'm watching this movie, I'm seeing that, oh, it's a black person playing this role. It's just, oh my you gosh, Ariel. Um, I should just that, be looking at Ariel. Uh, this is what I believe. Just create more diverse characters. You can't just write a character and be like, oh, this person could be played by a, a white or black person. No, you Why? need to be no, 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 no. Why is no, that no. the case? No, no, you can't. You, you can't do that, Ruby. That, you, that is like, not You're going to write for a black character, right? That's not realistic. No, that's the issue now. That is the issue now. No, no, no. When you do that, you're, you're stripping away things that make characters relatable. Okay? Either you're, going, either you're going to create a Chinese character, a black character, a white character, and introduce us to the culture of that particular character in their environment, and try to commercialize the character by giving the character different personality traits that all races can relate to. So you're telling me that, let me, let me think of a rule. If Desperate Housewives, if Desperate Housewives, the same writing, the same script, and all of the women were black, you don't think that show would have been good? Hell no! Why? No, there are certain things about Desperate Housewives would have to change for that to actually. I don't. I've that. never watched it. I'm sorry. But <laughs> like what? What would have had to change? Yeah, yeah. Is Eva Longoria and she? I gotta think about that, but I just don't it's think it would have. Exactly. It's not, not going to work not because you want it to be something. black. I don't want. I don't want us to only have black roles. I want us to have roles. Period. We're not saying that, Ramesh. We're saying diversify the roles. Diversify no, the we're asking you, we're asking you. What do you want to make the rules more diverse? How does the Housewives would have had to change into a, would have had to change their characters entirely? I don't think do any you know what is a good example? Sure. Harry Potter, would, Harry Potter would be the excellent example because that particular um, movie um, does not, you know, the 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 environment and the culture of the people in, in Harry Potter, they don't have a specific it's not related to any race. In England, bro. They are legitimately in black people are in England. Okay. Yeah, but not okay, for- so how how would they need to change the characters to diversify it? Or my point. Right. No, 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 no. This is this, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. When she I never watch Harry Potter. When, okay, when the books came out, would be in some people were under the impression oh, that yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say which character it is because that's going to cause another argument. Some people were under the impression when the books came out that a particular character was black. But when the movie came out, it's like, oh, that's a white person. But um, the creator of the Harry Potter series did say she wished she had made some, someone gay. 
she wished she had made one of the main characters black. She said, she did say that she, if, if there's anything that she would have changed for the movie, mm-hmm. that's what she would have done. Okay. Um, um, but who would you put it as a main character? So, uh-huh. before we who go on that, guess? let me just put a, a pen in this. So, if the script for Harry Potter was the same, the movies were the exact same, but instead of Daniel Radcliffe, it was a Michael B. Jordan. Would that be an issue with the movie? Instead of a what? Instead of Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter, Michael B. Jordan was Harry Potter. The only issue it would be is it probably wouldn't have been as big as it was. I thought that thought about that. Because in society, uh Black guy playing Harry Potter is not commercial commercial enough. Keep in mind, Trent, keep, keep in mind now, Harry Potter would not have existed yet. This man would have brought Harry Potter to life. Right. From so there would still be persons that have read the books and who are fans of the books. And it's just a, it just so happened that a black person brought it to life. That's my point. So my point isn't that there's an established movie like Little Mermaid. I'm not talking about that. I'm just speaking of if there is a good script out there that any person should be able to audition for this role. It shouldn't be that we are looking for a white female, 23 to 47. It should just be female, 23 to 47. It, it depends on the role. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Some roles you can do that. Some roles you can't do that. You, you, you have to be realistic and you have to say this person, is a wizard. this person is white. I find that funny. I'm sorry. Such as Trent. Uh-huh. Such as. What, Ramesh, what are you talking about? It just doesn't make any sense. No, you so, so right. give me an example of where it wouldn't work. Um, if you're creating a movie about some typical young man in, that grew up in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Through Camp Road. Okay. That guy has to be black. He has Let's to just be. Keep it real. Because there's no conky to all white people who left Japan for Exactly. Okay. That's my point. I, I was being very sarcastic. I, I was being very sarcastic with that statement, but okay. Yeah, because you're going, you're going based on a general. So let me tell you how the movie would change if a white person lived in Camp Road. Now we're seeing how, because he's the only white person living in Camp Road, how those interactions change and how he is going to live in that society. Imagine that being a black person living in life for key. You see how this person has grown through the society and grown to um, show that they are great in this area. But black people do live like the key. Okay, you won't understand what I'm trying to say. So we're going to move on to the next topic. Okay? So. I do understand what you're trying to say. So what am I trying to say? I'm just saying that it shouldn't just be this is a black person the race versus and a white person. skin color should not determine how a writer writes for right. a show or a movie. Right. However, that's what he's saying. He just does write a movie and whoever fits best with the character works. I mean, right. whoever fits best with the writing of the movie, pick them. Instead right. of saying, I'm writing a movie specifically for a black man or specifically for an Asian man or whatever. Now, trying to, I, yes, I, I do understand that there are going to be cases where it's I, like a, a slave piece, where, of course, we're not going to have white slaves. 
I understand. I kind of understand what you're saying, Ramesh, but I also agree with Trent, though. I just, I there's just certain so, scenarios or certain situations where exactly. you cannot write for a black, for a white man to be in something. Certain scenarios, you just cannot do what, that. What I'm simply trying to say to Ramesh is, I'm not dismissing his idea completely. What I'm saying is, what he's trying to say can only apply for some roles. Not all roles. It's not going to work. I, I disagree with that because I think that when a writer does make a movie or a series or, or whatever they decide to do, they don't necessarily, or at least I would hope, they don't necessarily have a race um, with it per se. The background of it tends to, I think sometimes the background of it, because you even see when writers or when a movie comes out and it blows up, they'll always say, you know, this wasn't even the original concept. So sometimes if they cast somebody, that person, like if I cast Trent, but I had all intentions of casting somebody who was Caucasian, but Trent is just that good, I need to now adjust my writing, my writing on background to accompany Trent's personality because I may have Trent to be super meek and mild, but based on him just capturing me during his audition, I've realized that now I have to tweak my main character to be a little less shy and a little bit more you know, forthcoming, but that's because of Trent's personality. I think that sometimes the writers can actually adapt to the person that they cast. Now, I'm not saying that some people don't go into it saying, oh, we need a white sometimes. person. Quite white. Sometimes, not all the time. Mm-hmm. Some rules. But I think that person's going to, I think writers can adjust and adapt. But anyway, I, I, I guess we're all agreeing to disagree. Yes. And that happens. We don't have to agree on everything. But what we can agree on is that if we had social media during the time of slavery, it would have been lit. Okay? Because I can just imagine myself as a little old house slave. Whoa! Why you gotta be a house slave? Why you in your side? Because I scared a lot and it's hot. Please not. I'm sorry. You are not light enough to be inside. I'm sorry. I am going to beg and plead, okay? Nadia would be inside. And they would beat you and I would would record that beating. Shout out to Ashley. Shout out to Ashley. Ashley would be inside. Shout out to Ashley. I would be inside and I wouldn't even be like the favorite one because I still just get dark when I go outside too long. So... It's like, I, I, I get one that. I get one less sometimes. If I go inside the tent, Nadia can't be no slave. I'm all too hard, then get up. She can't be in out. She can be like, uh uh-uh, uh, this ain't awake. Nadia just like my me. This, this ain't awake. We, we have that. Because I'd be like, but you told me you was paying me last week, though, when it's been <laughs> <laughs> So, can you imagine the Instagram post, though? Like, I. I supposed to be outside gardening and, and the slave masters left, so I snuck inside and I just there like work of art who you know. I just feel like utter chaos would have ensued. Like it was already bad not having it. But imagine sending a text message from inside. Naughty, I, I think it wouldn't have lasted long. Because I was here I heard they say they're trying to bring you inside to be a house slave girl run. Oh, only the house slave is not one. Huh? But like, you know, like how some guys now, they'll put roadblock on French shops. They'll be like, roadblock, don't go that way. They lynching out there. So. They lynching out there. Oh. I mean, those slaves would, would, would be inside like, oh, look a, look a Carlos. They had Carlos out there. They phone. They had Carlos out there from 3 o'clock this morning, picking cotton. Poor Carlos. I, I think it would end it because I think that social media, 
like really, I mean, it, it's definitely, it has its, its cons, but it has a lot of pros too. Like, you don't necessarily be associated with something for too long if the general good or the greater good of the world is, you know, against it. And I think that's the difference between now and then. Like, realistically, nothing really connected us. We didn't, we didn't travel to different countries voluntarily. So we're like, able to communicate with one another. Right. And there's, oh, there's, there's step in and help. That also don't mean that we had our slave master's numbers. Dan, I to see what you was posting. Really? You think Tommy Lyron ain't going to know what y'all posting? No, because he got, he have a secret slave inside who using that burner phone to message the group and see what y'all is be saying about him. Hey, so, without you know, policies in place to, to have limits on slaves and their and what they would post and stuff, I'm sure. Oh, you could imagine. Oh, yeah. It. Twitter, would, Twitter would delete it. This post goes against everything we stand for. Yeah. Not only that, you have to go to the slave master to get the Wi-Fi password. And, and he just was like, how much cotton can you pick today? Get it, um, get it from one, uh, one of the white little kids inside the house. For them to go tell their parents. You whisper to the window. Hey, what the password is? Oh, sure, I'll give it to you. Facts. Um, you'll also be jealous because you'll be seeing how other slaves are living and you're just not. Uh, listen. Oh, Dave. Dave popped y'all in separate beds in the hut. Wow. Um, Tommy be like, on the floor. Um, Tommy be like, oh, let me show you how to use TikTok. It's so exciting. <laughs> Tommy, you get some real cut up. What? Tommy, listen, Tommy, his, Tommy his mommy pull up and he outside dancing with the slaves? <laughs> I, think, I, don't, I don't know. Like, Natty's saying, probably have some pros to it, but mm, I don't know. It, it'd be dead funny, though. Trust me. I would love to see some slaves on live. Run, who run on? Who modded their slave master? No, it's that who running away. You know, like how they have the police chase? You just want live running away from your slave master. <laughs> but I think the pros today with social media is that, like I was saying, other countries can globally step in if it's really, really, really bad or down. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, if this whole thing doesn't come down in the States, like, the United Nations is going to step in. Countries yeah. are going to come in and be like, bro, y'all is doing a lot. And what we don't need y'all to do is relax. Or they could come together and just like to mean their dollar and like there are things that can assist you know now whereas back in the day people living in the uk was dealing with their own struggles like they had their own forms of hardship or whatnot but they didn't know what another country was doing and you can imagine people snapping and and stuff i I feel like that wouldn't violate the terms of going live while while somebody getting beat no, see now that's the that's it's a pro and it's a con at the same time because it also invokes fail. Like even now, I think it was must be two weeks ago I saw, and it may have been an old posting, but like this person sitting down in this front room in his cake, full KKK gear, saying how their time is coming and they can just do what they need to do and just get rid of all the niggers out there who are making it difficult. And I'm thinking to myself. One, you sound like you live right in the trail bar. That's not there. And two, you probably have children with your cousin. And by I mean your cousin, I mean like your mommy's first name. So like... 
You know, but it's still something. It's still, it's still in Vogue Square because that same person who has nothing to live for because he lives so you know harshly is the same one who don't have no problem walking into somebody else, walking into some black house and just taking somebody and lynching them on a tree. You know the question I always have: Who are friends with persons in the KKK? Or what? Who are friends with them? Like, is it just you don't know. the twelve police officers, politicians? You don't know. It's like it's like over here with the with the um the lodge with the lodge. You know, some people who would be proud to say they in it, but you don't know everybody. That's exactly. True. But um, but I never really understood about the whole KKK thing. The whole KKK thing. Americans would go hard for. Um, persons who disrespect the flag and persons who protest and um, destroy buildings and things of, and things of that nature, but nobody speaks out against a whole organization whose obje- whose objective is to eradicate a whole different race of people. Like that amazes me. That that convinces me that I'm sure politicians in America are are part of the KKK and and. They're just um, quiet about it because that's something that you wouldn't let your American people know. So the KKK is allowed to thrive within America. I feel like a lot of people are naive that it still exists. I feel like persons felt that, oh, it it went away way back in the day and Mm -hmm. don't feel like persons are still a part of it. They they let it thrive, but they don't put it on the news stations and stuff. Like there's a marches every year. It's just like any other group. You could think yeah. it away, but I mean, I just want to say I'm pretty sure people where that they're still alive and running. It's just it's the just media not, doesn't. Just because they're not, just know. because they're not in the public lynching and and killing in broad daylight, don't mean that they don't exist. And I'm pretty sure they're going to also tell persons that it's not. That's not even what they do. You know, they have foundations to their rules right. and what they actually stand for. They donate to charitable organizations. Support the KKK, you know. Um, what um, what do you guys think about the sex hangings that happened recently and, and the murders that happened recently? Do you, um, do you think it's affiliated with the KKK? Um, I don't want to say that it's directly um associated with them, but it's definitely I would say a white supremacist movement. You know what you um. You know, I mean, you know what I learned lately? I learned from this activist on TikTok. I love watching her because she teach a lot. She said that in order to be promoted or move up in the KKK, you have to, you have to, you, you have to murder someone. So, so if you're being promoted or if you want to move up, you, um, you have to bring a life. Um, yeah, well, yeah, some gangs do that too. I was like, also, oh, that's how um, that's how they get their rank. That that's interesting. Yeah, but Trent, some gangs do that too. Like, yeah. certain gangs will tell you in order for you to be indicted because it's blood for blood. The only way in is by blood, and the only way out is by blood. So you gotta kill again. You have to kill somebody yeah. from the rival gang, uh, or some will tell you kill somebody from an innocent person on the streets, and that's how you get indicted. So exactly. there's also like what I'm trying to say is like. I think that they exist. I'm not naive that they don't exist. About the lynchings that are happening, I 
I, I don't know. They can definitely be KKK, but you also have personal there who just trying to be copycatters mm-hmm. because organizations like that actually claim when things are done by them. They don't have no issue saying that we didn't do it. Like they will want to come out and say, no, we did do this so that y'all are very well aware that we do exist. They can't just do that though. They can't just say, oh yes, it was our it was our organization because they would be Why not forced, and it, they'd be forced to the investigation because at the end of the day, if you know that it was your organization, that means that you're when you're, ISIS commits a terrorist attack, they send the video and said, Yes, we did it. I don't with ISIS. Oh, okay. So Trent, Americans in the KKK. So Trent, it, it goes back to what you said earlier. If we have government government officials in high ranking positions who are going to also be a part of our organization, I am sure if I have somebody, one of my linemen, commit a murder, I could prosecute them. They did the job that I sent them to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the key thing with the KKK is you can't come out and say that you do it because society now is watching your people and they don't care Frank. you you would if be breaking the law if you, if you know that somebody murdered someone and and you come out and say yes i know that jim murdered john so they can't so the kkk is not going to come out and say yes we did it that, no they're not going to do that i disagree with that because there are re- repercussions of that now if they want uh, if if they want anonymous uh, anonymously come out and say yes we did it with I don't know um, something written or a tweet or something, and, and nobody knows who who um, made made the tweet or wrote the letter or whatever the case may be. Sure, but no representative is going to come out, show their face, and be like, "But Trent, yes, no, but the KKK so, never shows their face. They yeah, always so wear it, it, their, it just their goes hood. back to it goes back to like me sending a, a news article to a newspaper and saying, "Oh, the recent murder may have been uh, committed by the KKK." So I said, I don't know that that's our mark. Whenever y'all see it, it's us. But I tell you, you get that from an email with say, no name, 39742, at yahoo.com. There's March and stuff with their mask off. Sometimes there's some interviews with their mask off. That's the said, we just don't care. Yeah. Say it again. Yeah. Well, we are heading into a wonderful week. A lot of excitement happening here in the Bahamas. So everybody, please be safe. Wear your mask so you don't have to pay that $200 fine. Thank you for tuning in to this week's community. Make sure to check us out on all of the streaming platforms. So YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you find our podcasts. Thank you for tuning in and have a great week, everybody. Bye.